I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, not right now, is my lovely, beloved, better half, because she's outside wrangling cocks. Because, yes, we now have cocks. Ten of the little bastards. She lied to me. She did it to me. I knew it was going to happen. I don't know why I'm fucking surprised. She did it anyway. She went down to Florida. I told her one. One. One fucking cock. She came back with 10 of them. It's just like a woman. She goes down for one and comes back with 10. <laughs> oh, come on. That was funny. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Come on. What was that? What was the joke? Um, God, what was his name? I, uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with $2.50. What a fucking whore. Anyway, so uh, tonight um, we're going to get into all the shit we missed this week, but um, there is an epic article that came out today um, that y'all need to take 10, 20, 50, an hour. Um, it is a rather long article. Um, it is 56 fucking pages. Um, it is quite a bit. Um, I read it. I've read it twice now. I've gone back and made notes. Um, this is an, it's in, it's posted in our telegram. Uh, it's the last uh, post I put in there. Um, it is arts and letters. It's, it's from the tablet magazine and it's the Obama factor Q and a with historian David growl. Um, and it was a really fucking well written uh, you could tell that this guy took his time writing this, organizing his thoughts and how he how he did this. Um, but it it it's no fucking joke. This is um, a great article for something in case you're not aware. Ultimately, who do we who do we believe? Ultimately, who do we believe is responsible for this? Do we really believe it's Joe? Do you do you really believe it's Joe? I mean, if you think that, maybe we're not on the same sheet of music. Because I don't think it's Joe. I don't think Joe's been in charge since day one. Let me remind you of something. It is normal etiquette, presidential etiquette. Um, and I will put it like that. It is presidential etiquette. When you give up your, your last term in office, you're there. And when the new president comes in, you leave DC, you, you march out of DC, you go to your home state, you go wherever you're going to live out retirement. And that's where you go and you die. Well, Obama didn't do that folks. Obama moved nine blocks from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Obama never left DC 
when Trump took over. And if you don't think that Obama's behind this, and you don't believe that Obama is at the center of this badass bitch conspiracy, which it is, let me show you something. Because I got a quite, of course, I just clicked myself off because that's what happens when you're trying to do shit by yourself and your wife's outside cock wrangling. God, what does she do out there? Ma, meatloaf. God, what does she do out there? Come on, that was funny. No, maybe not. All right. So hold on a second. Let me find this clip because I want to play this clip before we get into this. So this was on the other night or yesterday afternoon. Whoops. It looks like your video does not have a video. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking shitting me right now? Oh my Lord. Where the fuck is the save to? It downloaded. I just don't know where it downloaded to. Isn't that interesting? You have this. This is, uh, I don't know where the hell my wife is right now. Uh, maybe I put it in recents. That could be where it is. That one's going to say the same thing. Fuck. Where the hell did this thing save? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, there is this clip that we are going to play. I promise a second I could find the dang thing. And once I find it, you will understand, I hope. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I didn't. I can't believe I didn't do this. Well, I wonder if I can do it through this. I bet I can't. Nope. Fuck. Anyway, I was going to show you this. I don't know where the hell it is. It went somewhere smart, and now I can't find it. Oh, there it is. Ah, got it. Come on, click on that. Let me open it. Give me a second. Apparently, it had a download or something. I don't know what the hell it's doing. There we go. Got it. Boom. Now I got a video. So check this out, because this is this is what we're up against. Again. It's, it's, uh... And remember... This is something a lot of us have been fighting for a very long time, much before the whole Q thing started, much before the whole Patriot movement started. We were fighting this originally about Obama, but they are protecting Obama. And watch this. This is a perfect example of them. Doing uh, fairly remarkable, the, uh, the extended shelf life that Barack Obama has politically in this country. Uh, here he is. Uh, he's been out of the presidency for quite some time. And yet he is a critical component, obviously, of any re-election campaign for, for President Biden. Still, after all, everything that's happened in the last six to seven years, Barack Obama is still at the top of his game. No, I think that's an excellent point to make because, the, you know, you look at the incredible contrast between the actions of uh, Donald Trump and his predecessor, Barack Obama. And what's remarkable is that uh, one of the reasons I think Obama's popularity has held among Democrats is because, you know, there was no scandal in his administration. Uh, there was 
only a sense that it was, you know, succeeded by this extraordinary chaotic spectacle. And if anything, that has reinforced uh, for many people, you know, why Obama was their choice for leader. And I, I agree with Gene. You know, he's been the closer. He's the best thing that Democrats have going for them in terms of campaigning right now. Uh, you talk about Michelle Obama. Remember her extraordinary popularity. Donald Trump was convinced, in fact, in 2020, he kept having to be disabused of this by his advisors that Michelle Obama was going to come out, somehow swoop in and get the Democratic nomination, no matter how many times he was told that she had no interest uh, in electoral politics. That's a testament to the enduring popularity of both of them. So right there, there you go. That's what we're up against. Obama, again, protected, protected. He, he lives in a, uh, nothing happens around him. For instance, we've been speculating about it for days now that, you know, his, his chef died. Um, I guess there's questions about his swimming abilities now. Um, we saw a video from like six years ago that he was swimming like a superhero. But yet, apparently he drowned in four feet of water. I mean, I know it can be done. I, I don't think a person who knows how to swim, though, is going to drown in four feet of water. That's not normal. And where did all the bandages on Obama's hands come from? And why does he have a black eye? Hmm. That is weird. And then to top all of that off, you get into this high-speed little 56-page story. Right? And I got to, I got, I, I bookmarked a couple of them because I wanted to read them. Because this is something we always thought we weren't really aware of, okay? And apparently this guy got into a book of some sort that was printed, and I need to find this book. Anyway, it goes, uh, the guy asks a question. He goes, um, really quick, David Samuels asks a question. He goes, uh, Brock Brock's love letters to Alex, if they are actual love letters, um, are, are hard to read, not just because they're poorly written, but because the clear lack of human interest in the person he is writing to. The letters are completely performative. She may as well have been in a tree or some kind of theater backdrop. Maybe all the young men are guilty of this fault. These examples seem pretty egregious. It's pretty clear to me that this is uh, putting little pieces back together with Alex and with Sheila. But I'm 97% convinced that convinced that Barack either drafted all of these letters in his journal or he made the letters and he wrote the letters to the people, then copied them in his journal. Again, I can say this. This is the first time I ever saw him in the White House in the Oval. He's sitting in an unusual chair with his back to the fireplace. I'm on the right-hand side of the couch facing towards Lewinsky. Uh, Lewinsky territory and over on the desk, the only thing on the de desk is a big pile of all of his journals for over years and years. And he's arranged them in a way on purpose to show me he has them. He can tell me that I can't see them, but he's got a big stack. And I want you to uh, want to call it a, he also had a cloth sack or a canvas sack at the bottom of the room in which the journals were kept. Yeah, he had love letters to a dude. To a fucking dude. To a dude. Barack Obama had love letters to a dude. So, well, what does this have to do with Biden, Mick? Look, this is where we're at. 
if look the democrats dump biden right what does biden do biden turns around and opens his mouth about big mike and everything else about the obamas everything think about it we find out that the chef was actually murdered by barack think about all the other shit we find out about the the daughters they're not either one of theirs we find out that big mike is big mike and barack is a homo and he did snort coke off of some dude's dick in the back of a limo back in 88 we find out all about that stuff because joe biden's not gonna he's not sinking that motherfucker is not sinking no celtic is not is not sinking he will not sink by the way that's his code name by the secret service celtic thought that was weird it's an old one i don't know if it's new it's old but yeah there there are love letters correct crazy right just never saw that one coming there's more there's more hold on this is the world worst where in the world is barack today what interests you most about Obama today? The number one thing about Barack in his past five years is how completely, how he has completely vanished. Why is he li living in the center of DC then? Well, how much time is he spending there as opposed to Martha's Vineyard? I have no idea. Between the 4th of July and Labor Day, for sure, the rest of the year, he lives in a large brick mansion in Calorama. Uh, doesn't it strike you weird that he is an ex-president and he's comparatively young and he's living in the center of Washington, D.C.? The original excuse was so that Sasha and Malia could finish school. Then you could say, well, the opposition to Trump needs a figure, uh, a rally, uh, a figure to rally around. But now Sasha has graduated USC and Trump is gone. Joe Biden was elected president. But he's still there. Why? Because he's calling the he's calling the shots. I never see mentions of him ever. Doesn't that strike you as odd? I mean, I've heard from more than one source there are regular meetings at the Obama's house in uh, Kamora involving top figures and current White House aides, and the Secret Service cars always are parked outside his house. Well, that's of course because they've got agents guarding. I don't write about it because it's not my lane. There are over a thousand reporters in Washington, D.C., but none of them, none of them are writing about the fact that Obama disappeared. I don't follow the Iranian stuff super, super carefully, but I've been puzzled that the Biden administration to continuing to attack to the attachment to the Iran deal. Which that's true, too, and it keeps going, folks, this guy lays it all out. It is this is an epic article, and uh, I'd love to get this guy on and talk to him because he could probably just run rings around us about this shit. But the whole thing is they're protecting, they're protecting Obama, Obama. They have to think about this. They, it's not just Michelle either, because if they dump Joe, like I think they're going to, then Joe's either going to run his mouth or he's going to all of a sudden become ill and bedridden, and then we're going to find out that he died of a heart attack. Willing to bet. Because they've got to save Obama. They cannot let Obama burn on this. They can't. Think about it. They, that's why the Farrah thing is so huge. Because Obama dies. If Farrah comes to light, Obama dies. That's it. Because that's Obama. That all happened under Obama. It wasn't Joe. Remember when Joe said, well, son of a bitch. 
they fired that prosecutor and we approved the billion. That wasn't Joe approving that billion dollars. That was Barack Obama's signature line. That was not Joe Biden's. Joe Biden is a spy. He has been collecting money for foreign governments and he's been lobbying on behalf of foreign governments for the better half of eight years now. And actually make that 12. And we as the American people have been letting this go on. How does that make you feel? Swindled? Cheated? Maybe even a little raped? It's good. Because, you know, we don't really talk about it much. You think that I don't know that each one of you, each one of you, has been waking up with the night sweats over this for eight years. Eight years. These sons of bitches risen fucked us in the ass and then they wipe their dicks on our grandma's grave. We have been living in silent fear ever since. You don't talk about it. Rape victims seldom do. I mean, oh, and by the way, too, in case you don't have it, I will be posting this as well. This is the uh, complete Devin Archer um, fucking, I don't know, whatever his his conference with Congress. Uh, it's a complete thing. I've got the digits for it. I'm going to put it on telegram as well. So you'd be able to go check it out. It's 174 fucking pages. Um, it's pretty, there's some good shit in there. Um, there's some boring shit in there. And then, uh, one of the ones I focused in on was that fucking douchebag. Um, uh, what the hell was his name? I got it in here. Bird the hill. The Goldsmith guy, I think. The Don Goldsmith or whatever that guy's name was. Because he asked some... It's weird because he goes out of that off... It When we saw the clip, when we played the clip, he came out and he acted like, well, it wasn't really a big deal. But during during their conference in there, when when he was had, had a chance to question him... Oh, Goldman. Uh, Dan Goldman. When he had a chance to go, uh, question him, he asked specific questions about the crimes that we're talking about. He asked specific crimes about the, uh, the money, where the money went, what accounts the money went to. I mean, he's on record asking specific, specific questions about crimes. And Goldman is just pecking away and Archer's answering them. And he never, he never says at any point that, man, this is, this is disturbing that we're even doing this. What? Anyway, like I said, I will be putting that out there on Twitter as well. But that's a lot of shit. It's a fucking big ass honking thing too. I made it. She made it with cocks. We have a lot of cocks. Why did well, you lied to me again? What? You lied to me. You told me you were getting one for us. I we have 10. Did not. You told me one, that we have 10. My full intention. My full intention was to Get one and keep one. Yes. And then I got down there and there's all these birds. And I was like, well, what are you going to do with the rest of them? And they're like, well, I mean, we're going to have to get rid of them. Like, kill them. Like, they couldn't get rid of them anywhere else. And I couldn't let them kill the birds. Why? They taste great. So, well, great. Then we can eat them. Then we can get like, wait for them to get bigger and we can eat them. And fucking cocks. Well, I already put out on Facebook on my in my chicken group on Facebook that we rescued these birds from Florida from a friend who couldn't keep them. 
I got and, a bird um, gun. And uh, and four of them are already spoken for. And I'll tell you what. So I get them all in. We have a giant ginger cock. <laughs> the worst part is it's a ginger. Soulless. We have a giant ginger cock. And it's soulless. He's giant. And um, and we have a big black cock, but Heather's taking that one. <laughs> but of course. And then we have a frizzle cock. Oh, so my size. That one's for you. <laughs> that one's specifically for you. Zion said the frizzle cock is for you. It's like half silky, half something else. It looks like a frizzle. It's fucking hysterical. Hold on. I think I saw it. You saw it, but he's so freaking funny looking. Anyway, and the rest of them are gonna and Wix has taken one. And then I know uh, Wix and Gerby are because yeah. I saw Wix and Gerby today. Exactly. I installed their and then the people that live down the street um on the corner, they have a bunch of chickens. So I'm probably gonna go over and ask them if they need a rooster. But anyway, so get them all in and I get them in their new enclosure, which I, which I built for them yesterday. So all the new chickens are in there. Not after the giant ginger cock chased the ducks around. And I was like, Nope, in there you go. Um, and, uh, and then he crowed for the first time. And you might not want to do that again because somebody might kill you. And Ruby, and Opal said, oh, shit, he's calling my name. And they went high-tailing it into the coop as fast as they possibly could. Those time. fucking sluts. It was so funny. And then the other, th and, uh, Cocoa Puff was already in there. But the other three, they were like, nope, the, the black ones, we the, 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 fuck that. We don't want nothing to do with that giant ginger cock. Nope, we want. I chased the three black chickens around for 20 fucking minutes to get them back in the, in the enclosure. Nope, we don't want no ginger cock. Nope, we're good where we are. They wanted nothing to do with him. So they're going to have to find their own cock. Well, anyway, cock's cock. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is funny. <sighs> oh, see, you definitely, you need a rooster then. Yep. Uh, yeah. See, that's then that's, that's why you got to get one. Yep. Gerbs. Anyway, you now I hung out with Gerby and uh, and his wife today. Wix, we had a, we had a blast. Yep. She she didn't. What did you do to it? I don't know. Why do you bend and break things like I, that? <laughs> you do that to everything. Is that what you said last night? Tried to do it last night to my boner. Really made me upset. Got to be honest with you. I did not do that last night. I was like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> Put me in a fucking tuckable swimsuit? <gasps> yeah. We have a giant ginger cock. <laughs> he's beautiful, though. I mean, he's thunder, 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 thunder. Kicks. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I know your ass. You've already taken pictures. Of course, of him, I have. There's so. tons of them. Did you get one of him standing up? No, I got one of him with one of his little baby hens on on his back. Okay, just stand by. All the cocks, actually, or a lot of the cocks in the picture. There you go. There's the cock. <laughs> Ginger cock. Oh, yeah. <sighs> he had a ginger cock on his back. Um, Wix, funny. it's uh, chicken peeps of Effingham. Yeah. Chicken peeps of Effingham. I'm surprised they didn't call it methingham, but I, right. Apparently, they've actually cleaned up. 
Yeah, and apparently the county we live in is much worse for that than yeah. Methodism Well, outside is. Liberty is, not not us. Liberty is. No, you're saying Bryan County, but okay, here. Liberty's worse. Anyway, anyway moving right Because we have unincorporated areas of... We basically we, you can't you can do whatever you want and um there's no one to do anything gives a fuck so, so like there was which a, is how i have 10 <clears throat> giant cocks and well 10 10 one giant cock and 10 little and nine little cocks in the backyard right now <laughs> anyway so you, you guys also remember um do y'all do y'all remember the Ooh. the pictures of joe and devin and mm -hmm. Hunter mm -hmm. and all the other people that we never knew. Yeah. There were a lot of them. Yeah. Well, now that we have this testimony from Devin Archer, mm -hmm. they also found out who the rest of those people were in the, in a lot of those pictures. Oh, I bet those Anons were on it. And let me tell you something. The Russians and the Ukrainians are all over those pictures. Really? How is it? How is it that Donald Trump was accused of doing something that Joe Biden was doing in broad daylight right in front of all of you? Just got a stupid question. I mean, just wondering for a friend. Not a lot of people that talk about that, but no, but seriously. Fucking. He's got pictures of him hanging out with Russian businessmen. The mayor of Moscow's wife sent him a personal wire of $3.5 million. Mm -hmm. And didn't she like give him a diamond or some shit too? Yeah. 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 It was worth like another three yeah, million. Worth, so why the fuck the did he need yeah. six million dollars? Um, Cunnilingus? I, I don't know. Did he screw up again? Did he pay another? Does he have a golden plated tongue? No, no, no. Because remember, Hunter screwed up when Joe was out of office in 2018. Uh-huh. Hunter screwed up. But Bo had died, so it was okay. Yeah. Hunter screwed up, though, uh -huh. because he paid a, a pimp, a Russian pimp, $25,000 out of his dad's USAA account. Yeah. And that sent off all sorts of alarms that a former president, vice president of the United States was paying a Russian known pimp mm -hmm. $25,000. Especially out of a federal bank. Yeah. So immediately that sent off all sorts ding, of red ding, ding, flags. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. And, you know, Hunter again spent the rest of his time supposedly paying all the bills for the family. How the fuck the family. Joe has a USA account? He's never served. Does Congress get USA accounts? I guess so. That's fucking stupid. I, how does how does Joe how did what does Joe do? Um, Tell me something. What does Joe Biden do? What what's his business? I, I agree. What ginger cock comes to mind? What did other than a politician? What is Joe? Mm. What job has Joe Biden ever that, held? That's all he did. Yeah, I know. He's never done anything else. Mm -hmm. He said he's driven trucks and done all this other bu bullshit. No. Mm -mm. He has never done anything else. There's not another W-2 for that dumb motherfucker. Mm -hmm. yep. No, he hasn't done dick. So Joe doesn't have a business, but somehow he went from when he got it, got in office. When he got in office, he was a million two, 1.2. It's what he had. It's what everything... Ended up eight years in office brain, with brain cells left to, total sperm count remaining eight years in office with Barack Obama. He walks out vice president, hmm. $55 million richer doing where do you, where what? Do you get that kind of money. You don't, you don't get paid for speaking engagements when you're the vice president doing, you, you make what? like $250,000 a year. Cause fucking Fauci made more. That's my point. So how, how do you, where, where did that money come from? Exactly. So get this. 
So he walks out 55 grand or 55 million richer, right? Mm -hmm. He got that money doing something dirty. Obviously. He did that dirty under Obama's watch. Everything goes back to Obama. Everything. Because he was vice president. And during that time, he wasn't president. He couldn't sign off on it. The only person that could sign off on it was fucking Obama. Mm -hmm. And who signed off on Burisma? Obama. Who signed off on the million dollars or the billion dollars going to Ukraine? Obama. Who signed off on the two pieces of legislation that Joe Biden supposedly got the Presidential Medal of Freedom for? Obama. It wasn't Joe. Never has been. We, for instance, this is my point about Obama having this box of impenetrability around him. Right? Daily Mail. Obama's chef's drowning deemed an accident, but questions linger. Wait a minute. An accident? If it's an accident. It's three and a half feet of water. Why, why are we, why are we questioning? Why are, why are there still questions? What are the questions coming from? Toxicology? Maybe. I mean, yeah, it takes a little bit. Corners don't work like everybody sees on TV. Let me tell you something. It normally takes weeks, if not months, to get shit back from a coroner's office, especially officially. So, coroner? Okay, I could see that. The drowning death of former President Barack Obama's chef quickly called an, on an, by an accident, but Massachusetts State Re Police are reportedly citing public records law exemption for withholding information during an ongoing investigation. The procedural block of information about the death, including the names and witnesses and information in the 911 call, have some Daily Mail sources frustrated and asking why an accidental drowning is an ongoing investigation, as if we're covering something else up. They'd be better off calling it an accident. Honestly, we're supposed to be transparent. This is total drama, uh, not giving out names, just dragging this out unnecessarily. Uh, what are we at? 10 days now. It's a drowning. It's unfortunate in the coastal community. We've had a number of these over the years. Chef Tafari Campbell drowned off his paddleboard and reported eight feet of water in a pond bordering the Obama estate in Martha's, Vi Martha's Vineyard. Massachusetts State Police have not been forthcoming with the details, according to New England's First Amendment Coalition, uh, Justin Silverman. Look, it's true, but he's being protected. Why? He's not even the president. He can't be president again. He can't. But Big Mike can be. I, I'm just saying, folks, it's weird. This is weird. We're, we're entering that weird zone again where no shit. The puppet master is revealing himself. We're getting a look underneath the hood. We're seeing that it's Obama pulling the strings. We can tell that it's Obama pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. It's We're going back to that, ooh, this is going to get ugly. And it's going to. But the more and more this shakes out, the more and more shit I'm scared of because I guarantee Devin Archer does not go to jail for EcoHealth Alliance. Or Rosemont Seneca. No, you got I, full immunity. I guarantee he pulls a sweetheart deal and gets out of all of it. Yeah. And I guarantee the the government doesn't even ask about that. Yeah. 
Why? Because they don't want to know about that. Why? Because then their vaccine is fucking killing people. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But Devin, part two. Mm -hmm. Well, not the whole thing. Just a, a little clips. bit of it. You got clips? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what you had. So. Mm, it was just a couple minutes. Vince's dad to come out against Shokan and there's debate. Right. It was very clear that the Burisma guys were hoping to leverage Hunter's relationship with the vice president, his father. Yes. At one point, they told Hunter to, quote, call his dad. Yeah. I, th I mean, I think referencing the email that you, you, you put earlier, there was constant pressure to, uh, to send signals um, to leverage all of his, you know, his dad included, but the Biden brand, all of the, you know, the, the, the DC insider and relationships to help Burisma survive. I think that's the, you know, at the end of the day, what we're talking about. I mean, that was, that was the that's idea what he brought. That's that, that it was, it was the, that ability to help on the geopolitical stage, keep them out of trouble, keep them out of investigations, unfreeze assets unsuccessfully, you know, unfreeze visas. And, uh, you know, the first challenge, which was like a, there was a, a 23 million pound account that was released to Burisma because of alleged non-cooperation by the prosecutor. I don't know if Shokin or the guy before that, but that was successful. And I think- Did Hunter help with that? I, the, the perception of him being on the board probably uh, provided a halo that, that helped with that, but no active, you know, there was no active. But they were not consulting him on like pipeline construction or wellhead design. No, 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 no. It was, it was you know, hiring lobbyists and law firms to, to uh, and, and various like NGOs to, you know, help uh, clear the path from, you know, regulatory uh, yeah. roadblocks at the end of the day. Just more corruption. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. Just keep moving along. Trust me, folks. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. Remember, we're going to see shit we've never seen before. And right now we're watching scandals break left, right, and center. I don't know what's going to be worse. The fact that we're, we could have a president for the first time that will be, if we make it that far, that will be under indictment and or convicted or not convicted of a crime going into the White House. It'll be the first time in history. First time. Similar. Comes the question of General Shokin, hmm. the prosecutor. Right. Tell us that's, that seems to me, that's when it gets heavy. Right. Okay. So what was that? So Shokin was the, that he and I, I'm gonna get the dates wrong, but Shokin was the uh, he was the prosecutor, the head prosecutor in Ukraine, um, and he was taking a close look at Burisma. So maybe not so different from an attorney general, right? Right, and and uh, but he was taking, but much more case active, I think. Right, an attorney general is more of like a manager of right. people that handle cases and they have their independence. This but is this like, guy's the law. He's like the law, yeah. So the buck stops with him. Hence, the signals are more important yes. countries outside the United States. Uh, so Shokin is taking a close look at uh, a close look at Burisma. Um, there were allegations that some of the, um, you know, some of the 
the deposits or some of the some of the reserves were not you know authentically got you know authentically acquired or whatever it may yes. be. And so those were like the I think that was the genesis of the uh, the complaints. And there was always they were always you know being in Ukraine and being in that part of the world there was always kind of challenges that they were facing. You know they're they're from from not being able to get a visa to money being tied up in London and this was just another you know in a series of. Um, of issues that that law firms and and strategic advisory firms were hired for to you know to handle these kind of things right yeah so um, the Shokin the Shokin case was he was taking a look at Burisma and there was a big push by European leaders the Atlantic Council et cetera et cetera um, to to fire Shokin because he was corrupt. Like it's it's hard to kind of decipher who's you know it's all. Can I just ask you just yeah. sidebar like why would the Atlantic Council be getting involved have, in Shokin? Well, I, I hear. I mean that's yeah. The, I mean I think I think I don't know I don't know on the Shokin piece. I mean again I mean I was, this is the lead prosecutor in Ukraine, right? So if Ukraine is actually a country with sovereignty and not just a colony of say the neocons in the United States, like why wouldn't they just let Ukraine deal with their own? Like why would why would Western powers even get involved in who the chief prosecutor in Ukraine is? I, that, that's a, a question that I don't know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't control myself. So, but within within Burisma, right? This Shokin was considered a threat to your business. Office. Shokin was considered because Shokin was considered a threat to the business. I think any anyone in again, you got to get the signals to the government. I think anyone in government was always a threat and always trying to shake down these businesses that were highly successful and yeah. and enriching the the owners and the and the, and the staff and the board and whatever yeah. um and so at the end of the day shokin was taking a look and i and again if i i wasn't involved in in shokin or any of this but he was a threat he ended up seizing assets of of uh nikolai a house some cars a couple of properties and and um, Nikolai actually never went back to Ukraine after Shokin seized all of his assets. Um, and the case was, I mean, the, and obviously this is all out there. The case was that Shokin, there was all this pressure to fire Shokin from this, you know, the larger community, and then he was fired, and then somehow Burisma was let off the hook. I mean, that's that's what the what story was. was um... And Joe Biden, of course, was the driving force behind his firing. Yeah, he was. He was. He was involved in that. There's obviously video. involved. I mean, Biden yeah. bragged at Council on Foreign Relations. You know, they had a billion yeah. dollars coming from IMF, and I said, if you don't fire this man, you're not getting them billion dollars. Right. Right. Um, but it's it's you know I think on this one it's it's it certainly wasn't made clear to us at the board level, you know that that was a that there was any any. Uh, um, that that was a favor to be done. The narrative, I don't know the narrative, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to lead anyone down that kind of path. That that's what well, that's what happened because I don't know the narrative. But of, Joe Biden knew that his son was on the board of this company that was being hassled by the prosecutor whose firing he was calling for. Right. Yeah. Um, and this took place three years after he sent you a letter saying thanks for all the work you're doing with Hunter. So like, clearly he would know this would benefit the family right i don't and I, I don't want to get it but the narrative was that that it shokin was already taken care of that was the popular narrative that's the only thing that i that he was already on his yeah, way out exactly that was the narrative that was fed to the board okay so you were told when shokin got fired that like 
it had nothing to do with No, that. we were told that that was bad and we don't want a new prosecutor if Shokin was taken care of. Uh, so it's very, I mean, this is not like, you know, checkers. This is multiple dimensions <laughs> here. <laughs> you know, so, so a possibility. This is like Connect Four. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like, no, I think it's, I think in this particular case, it's pretty, it's pretty high stakes and pretty sophisticated. So the narrative that I was told was that. That's just, you know, I've, I've said it under oath and I'll say it again. That was the narrative. That was the narrative. That was the narrative. Okay. He didn't know anything. Just that Shogun was taken care of and, you know. Don't worry. Don't, no, no, don't worry. We, uh, we elected this guy. I guess we have to put up with it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. There's nothing we can do. We don't have a document that tells us there's something else we can do. Oh, yeah, there is. There is a document that tells us there is something else we can do. That's 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 not what I was looking at. I was looking at what Sparky said in the chat. What did Sparky say in the chat? Anyway, that fat cow Lizzo has put me... Off bananas for life. Bananas shouldn't be thrown into a black hole. Black holes. So... Okay, we were going to talk about this. I, I, I don't, I did, did I? I didn't know the backstory, Sparky. So thank you for the visual. And now I have to share it with everyone else. Apparently Lizzo forced her dancers to watch naked sex shows of fat black women with bananas marinating in their snatches and then forced them to take bites of said bananas. And now they're suing her. I don't even know what to say. It's a trap. <laughs> it literally is. <sighs> Many people believe Joseph. Dum 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 dum. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? She'd have been better off providing them all with giant ginger cocks. I I do I I. I I don't even know what to say. Oh I, my uh, god! Um, oh wow! Oh Jesus! It's like rhino hunting. If I went <laughs> shooting her. Oh wow! Oh my god! You can't miss. At least, I mean, even a blind man couldn't miss. Oh, blood Biden sucks stuff said banana vagu is a delicacy in many countries. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Holy shit, that oh, again. Wow. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Thunder. Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Wix Lana made us not look up blue awful once. We're never doing that again. Yeah, we're no, that's no, good. No. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. We're good. All right. Back to, oh man. Back to <laughs> political it's... clown world uh, the <laughs> quick segue into cultural fucking clown world. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <sighs> Holy fuck. Okay. Here's Victor Shokin for you, telling you his side of the story. You know, he was the Ukrainian prosecutor that got fired as Biden was going to withhold the billion dollars. Yes. Yeah. We are definitely a banana republic. 
not the Vajgu. <laughs> oh my oh, shit. god. Vajgu. I'm never gonna forget that. I'm done. Oh it's been god. entered into oh. hey, where's Tara at? Tara, you gotta get the mixionary back open. Vajgu has gotta be added to the mixionary. Yes. Yes, but with special credit for Biden sucks stuff. Correct. Yeah, yes. Biden sucks Biden stuff and Iron Iron Sport slash yes. Ironwood seventy three gets yes. credit. There you go. No okay. credit. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's just funny. Okay. Because uh, I got to translate this for you. So let's start that over again. Here we go. What is more, 2012 
Потому что в данном случае Байден представляет все свои личные и своей семьи, а не интересы американского народа. Вот такая причина, на мой взгляд. Хочу уточнить, что в отношении Хантера Байдена главное дело не было возбуждено. Дело было возбуждено в отношении его фактом нарушения закона фирмы Буризма. Естественно, course, мы интересовались, каким образом фирма Буризма нарушила закон, и кто к этому причастен. Вот в этом и That's ситуация. И когда мы начали продвигаться к этой цели, чтобы разобраться, кто в каком объеме виноват нарушение фирмы Буризма законов Украины, мы постепенно начали проходить мысли, что, возможно, к этому причастны и директора которые пришли в мае 14 -го года, в мае-июне. А вот это Арчев, Хантер Байден и другие, Джо Байден. Я думаю, обоснованно, обоснованно опасался, что были нарушения со стороны его сына. Les partisans de Joe Biden ont indiqué qu'ils n'avaient pas été le seul à demander votre départ, mais aussi d'autres institutions telles que le FMI ou l'Union européenne. Que leur répondez-vous я считаю, имею к тому все основания сказать, что это все выдумка. Потому что я просил, приведите мне один пример моей коррупции. Один, любой, который бы я совершил. Никто этого по сей день не сделал, в числе и Байден. Я не политик. И я не преследовал какие-либо политические цели, никогда ни в одном расследовании, в общем, в расследовании Я очень часто встречался с послом Пайет, очень часто встречался с послами разных стран. И никто никогда не сказал, что я плохо работаю, или я как-то по-другому себя веду. Больше того, люди, послы, некоторые страны уже даже осенью говорили, «Виктор, держись, мы понимаем это все наговоры, которые происходят неизвестно откуда, потому что официально нет, все кулуарно, все подковерно». То есть, радикальные изменения мнения к Шокин были обнаружены. Поэтому, перед звонком громко и ясно для его отъезда, The Ukrainian deputy Sergei Lyshenko assured that he was the best prosecutor general that Ukraine had known for 20 years. Thus, between February and November 2015, Viktor Shokin will meet successively the ambassador of the United States with whom he defines the fight against corruption as a priority, the German ambassador who supported the idea of creating a special anti-corruption prosecutor's office, which Shokin did the Hungarian ambassador, the head of the European Commission representation in Ukraine, the ambassador and the attorney general of the Netherlands, the British ambassador, the deputy secretary of state who congratulates him on the reforms that have been undertaken, the Swiss state secretary for foreign affairs, again, the head of the European Commission representation in Ukraine, the American ambassador who once expressed his willingness to work with Shokin to make his office a leader in the fight against corruption, the members of the Belgian Federal Prosecutor's Office, and finally, the Prosecutor General of Latvia, 
in order to intensify their cooperation in the fight against corruption. If yeah, I gotcha. And apparently they couldn't really hear me over it before, but so let's turn it all the way down here. Um, I don't know how they can't hear you. We're way louder than it. I don't know. I, I don't. Um, oh, I won. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, just for show keen to make his office a leader in the fight against corruption no, the members of the I, belgian federal yeah. prosecutor's office yeah, well, and finally I'm the prosecutor like, general of latvia in order to intensify their cooperation in the fight against corruption Mr. Biden humiliated my mother you know that his own mother okay worthy to selon vous jusqu'à quel point joe biden s'est-il ingéré dans les affaires intérieures de l'ukraine Étiez-vous parfois dépendant de l'aval américain Si vous aviez Joe Biden face à vous, que lui diriez-vous Je 
ему и вся его семья. Его моральные качества, моральные качества, как человека на очень низком уровне. И для того, чтобы нормально ему дальше в Америке, в другой стране, его семье нужна удача, потому что если Будут действовать по закону, будут действовать по закону в Украине и в Америке в отношении господина Джо Байдена, то вполне вероятно. Вероятно, что он будет привлечен к уголовной ответственности и будет отвечать за свои дела. He did used to be a, what, a, a KGB. He was KGB, old, old school KGB. Mm-hmm. So he's not the cleanest record on earth. But I can tell you this much. You know, he, he was loyal to Ukraine enough to go over when UK, Ukraine separated after the wall came down. And um, Ukraine became its own country. And he had loyalty to Ukraine for that. I think he's hiding out in Russia right now, to be honest with you. A lot of people are hiding out in Russia right now. That's weird. Isn't it, though? Maybe not so much. Really? You know, the whole narrative has just flipped again on the war. Oh, yeah. Now now they're saying that, well, they always knew that the Ukrainians were going to really struggle with this fight because they were trying to fight an entirely different way, and they only had four weeks of training. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. They've admitted that they've lost the that they've lost the war. And now they're saying that um that the Russians strategy is to just wear Ukraine down until they run out of ammo. But I thought that was the Ukrainian strategy. Yeah, no shit. <sighs> Except we ran out of ammo first. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ukraine did. We ran out of ammo first. We ran out of ammo that we're sending them. Exactly. But anyway. They didn't we're we're not out of ammo. That whole thing is flipping again. Now, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Pee Wee died like two days ago. Yeah, Pee Wee died a while ago. He'd been in the ground for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Be all right. A hot, hot minute, because apparently it's like 120 degrees underground right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, those damn volcanoes. <laughs> anyway, this one, um, I think it was this one. No, that's the one I was going to play. That was the one I had. To, I was talking about Joe. Hold on, watch this. This is this is funny. This is why is this the one that was talking about Obama. What? Watch this. This is this is my point. All right, look. This is what the media is going to do. Susan, it's it's uh, <laughs> fairly remarkable. The uh, the extended. Wait, you already pulled this. We already played this. I played this. This is like the first one I played. Oh, well, I wasn't here for that. Okay. Yeah, I know that. It was the other one. I was looking for the other one that I told you to download. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
This one? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is like, this is what, this was the other night on CNN. This, this is, is really long though. And we are going to, we're not going to make tribute if we play this right now. How long is it? I don't know, but it's longer than five minutes. I can tell you that. It really is. Cause I had to, I was forced to listen to the whole fucking thing in the car. And I was like, oh my God, is it not over yet? I mean, we can stop it. All we got to do is stop it right when they go to, when they, when they say what I want them to say about. Okay. The Biden part would just dump it then. Just All go, right. go with it right now. This was on CNN the other night. Play this. Here you go. Come on. Is it playing? Oh, you piece of oh, shit. It's doing that, isn't it? Seriously? It, you know what? I think we were doing better without the dedicated server. Letting it I didn't. Well, we'll drop it as soon as we do the tribute. We'll drop right after the tribute because we'll just jump out of the studio and come right back. Okay. Or we'll do it right before we do the tribute. One of the okay. There you go. This is what CNN did. That they the interviewed, you know, over 300 people who consider themselves really part of the loyal MAGA base. And they asked them, do you support Mr. Trump in spite of his flaws? You know, do you think he has flaws, but you're going to support him anyway? And the answer they got was they support him because they do not believe he has any flaws. That there was not one person, one person, zero percent of these 319 respondents who said, yeah, I think he's got a flaw or two. So uh, but I'm but I'm willing but I'm willing to overlook it. So imagine if you're one of the other candidates and you're trying to say, OK, look at what's wrong with Donald Trump. You see what you have in front of you. It's kind of a tsunami of people saying, you know what? There isn't anything wrong with Donald Trump. He represents my grievances. And as Donald Trump himself says, I am your retribution. And when you think of him that way, if you're DeSantis, for example, or Chris Christie or, or anybody else, not only do you have to go right through Donald Trump, but you have to find a way to unite these people around something else. Mm -hmm. But the good news here, there is good news. The good news Tell is, me, Norm. the good news is 61% of Americans, when you bring in the Democrats and the independents, a supermajority, do admit that Biden won. Uh, when the Trump thesis has been tested electorally, it appeals to his base, but it's very alienating for others. You had Trump, uh, a sponsored election denying candidates, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, they were wiped out in 2022 and we're about to have a trial. Right. I think we're going to have a fast trial by Jack Smith. Trials have, I've been doing them for over 30 years. Uh, trials have a way, this will be not the trial of the century, the trial of the millennium. They do have a way of crystallizing things. And if a jury of Trump's peers, of average Americans says, hey, he's guilty, he did this, that is going to send a powerful message to that 61%. I mean, I'm usually an optimist, uh, we all are, but I, I, I see the 60% that you're talking about, and I'm focused on the 40% who say no this yeah, election i think was there's a possibility right i mean stolen. of course there's a there there's a possibility that people are going to change their minds but this has gone on for a lot of years exactly. now the cake is baked and and people changing their minds because of this one trial 
you know, it's Jim, hard. Let me get Jamil yeah. Jaffer into this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I, I don't see it, Norma. I'm sorry. I wish I wish I could, but I just don't see it happening. I mean, I think this trial actually solidifies Donald Trump's base. I think it turns out Trump voters. I think Biden voters are going to be are going to be tired and, and they've watched this thing for years. Biden himself is struggling. I think this trial benefits Donald Trump. I think all these charges, I think the more indictments, the more likely he is to be the Republican nominee, which is crazy, and the more likely he is to be reelected, also crazy. And I, more I, likely to be the nominee, less likely to be reelected. We've had this thesis tested. Jamil, that's like what people said to President Biden when he went and gave the democracy speech before the 2022 midterms. Why are you talking about this? It wasn't a close call. It was a wipeout electorally. 61% is a big, you know this, and the, the political experts on this panel know this better than I do. 61% is a huge number in American politics. Okay, but not when you're talking about something that is true and something that is not. It's, it's something, it's definitely a red flag. But I, I, yeah. I do like your optimism. So 61%, it's only 61% believe that Biden was a legitimately elected president of the United States. That's a pretty disturbing number, 61%. It's concerning, but when it comes to action, when it comes to the electoral output, when it comes to the risk that Trump is elected again, I think that's a large number. We've seen it work in 2022. This is feeding Trump's base. It's not helping him with the 61 percent. I, I totally agree with you. Biden you know, will be very happy if he term, wins 61 percent of the electorate. I, I totally agree with you. Short term, short term, very good for Donald Trump. Solidify the base. The question is, how solid a candidate is Joe Biden? That's the problem. That's and, exactly the problem. And, and what we, is exactly the problem? That we don't know how solid a candidate Joe Biden is. We know he's not a solid candidate. Exactly. He is struggling. I mean, within it his is own hard, party. It is hard to watch, right? Why is Joe Biden running for re-election? I mean, this is crazy. I mean, the idea that this is the best our country has offered, Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I mean, the American public does not want to come out to vote for these folks, and that's why it's gonna be all about turnout and Donald Trump and these indictments will cause his base to turn out in droves. And that is what people should really be worried about. The, um, the, the opposite could also be true, by the way, that awesome. it could turn out Democratic voters. We don't, we don't really know the answer to that right. yet. Well, there are other issues that people are voting on. Exactly. Not just the democracy. It, is, it is a big, it is a cocktail. It's the cocktail we have of those abortion other issues question and many with other democracy questions. that is so motivating. I worked on the Obama campaign. I remember how far down Obama was at this point, And he won running away. Uh, the first Obama campaign. It's too soon to judge Joe Biden. He's been an excellent president. He's a very proven candidate. His policies are very good. He may be running against a defendant in four criminal cases. I don't think that is going to help Trump with the 61% and it will. Okay. Uh, first off. Minus the three-year-old screaming and kicking on the left-hand side of the room. No, no, no. The other two, <clears throat> this happened on CNN. Yeah. This was CNN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we're missing. So the the but the three year old that I kind of I, I want to talk about him first off, tell me how how are the midterms a resounding success for the Democrats when they lost the Congress and they're still right a fucking a, a red hair cut away from losing the losing Senate. The Senate. How is that a resounding win for the Democrats? They lost the Congress. They they lost the Congress. Nancy Pelosi got kicked out on her big ass. Exactly. 
So first off, that that right there, and then Biden's an excellent president. His policies <laughs> are excellent. I, what fucking world do you live in? Or what kind of weed are you smoking? Because can you send some this way? No shit, bro. Holy shit. Send bro. a seat. Uh, we need a seat. Maybe like five. They don't germinate all that well always. But, you know. Um, Just do us a favor. Send us a couple. Holy. For fuck. Have you. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Let's get high. There's a long drive. Actually, I have to say the birds were excellent in the car. High? You want to get out? And my, my, my dad's dog cage worked out perfectly for them. Um, All right. Ready? Shut up. Good. All right. Get ready, fuckers. Cause yeah, you're, you were, you were running your mouth and not doing what you were supposed to do. I know. Shit. Where's the wick? I don't know. I brought it in here. If you got it, smoke it up. I'm gonna as soon as I found that wick. Is it in? It's gotta be. I don't think you brought it in, babe. Or, or am I gonna have to play this again? Because for once, Mick was unprepared, not me, even though I was late, because I was chasing cocker around the backyard. <laughs> Actually, I was chasing chickens around the backyard because they wanted nothing to do with the giant ginger cock. I had to go through the woods, through the copes of trees, through all kinds of stuff. It was very hysterical, actually. So, fun times. I'm very excited about our new birds, though. I do have to get rid of, like, six roosters, though. So, anyone want some cock? If you live in Georgia, I'll bring you some cock. Nope. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> Why was it over there? Seriously, it was not there. I don't even know what to say. Come on. We're already late. Story of my life. You know, Ben, I was an excellent cock wrangler when I was a you know, high school student. In my younger years, I didn't expect to have to revisit that title now that I'm an old married woman. She's a cock wrangler again. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the uh, the giant ginger cock's name is uh, Sergeant Buttercup. Is that what we're gonna name it? No, that's too. It's too long. Sergeant Buttercup. I figure we call him Sarge. Yeah, we call him something else. Okay. Redheaded cock whisperer. <sighs> oh, I think we should do that again because we were late. We will. Hey, do me a favor. Sure. Go to the, all the volume settings, bring up the volume settings for me. Cause I'm trying to figure out why we have this. All right. So right now I currently have the song well below our, our levels and you, you guys are telling me that it's still blowing us out. That being said, 
I'm going to try and fix that. Uh, go to sound settings. So, when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. Give him the nah, bear. Fucking stupid. More fucking retarded. What'd you do? I, it, I don't know. It was spinning and then it wasn't there. Give me a sec. Because I, I want to fuck with this right now. There it is. All right. So hold on. Okay. Zoom V8. Mm -hmm. Let's see what output looks like. Is it V8? I think it has to do something to do with StreamYard, honestly. I, I don't know. If it's got something to do with StreamYard, then I can't fix it. Yeah. I, I just know that everybody tells me that. And I'm like, how is that possible? Our levels on our soundboard are way fucking higher than everything else. It's craziness. Crazy, crazy. Let's see if there's anything in here. No. Reduce my background noise. No. There's nothing. I think that's it. When you're playing a clip, it takes the mic off reduce mic background noise well, click on the question mark what does that say okay improves audio clarity by minimizing background noise that's exactly what it does okay. we'll see if that makes a difference we'll see if that makes a difference we're yeah. going to do it again so we're going to do another tribute yes so stand by because here we, we go. were late because we were late it's our fault so my bad completely you want to get hot yes okay let's put you back justin get ready i hope you got it again if you can't do it, don't worry about it. I mean, of course you can do it. We're teaching y'all how to smoke like Jamaicans. So is that better? Can you guys hear us now? Uh, yeah, we run all our sound through soundboards and mics. Like the mics run into a soundboard and then we tell the computer to run all the sound off the soundboard. Yep. It should equalize. The board actually equalizes for me, so I don't even have to worry about it. It's one of the cool parts about this board is that it equalizes for me. Yeah. And since we're running clips directly through StreamYard, that doesn't run off the soundboard. That runs through StreamYard. StreamYard, yeah. So, although we have volume control on it, on the soundboard, I don't know. Whatever. Hopefully that fixes it. Can you guys hear us better now? Let me know if that made a difference. We'll find out, I guess. Yep. You run around your sound. Mm -hmm. That was the first time Heather and I have ever taken a road trip. In 40 years. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. You guys drove all, you guys used to drive down to the city, down to the beach all the time. I remember. Dude. Back in high school. That's pretty, basically a she, road trip. Yeah. No, she lived in New York. No, in high school, she was in Vegas. She moved to Vegas when she was in middle school. Oh, that's right. Or yeah. I guess I was middle school. Yeah. Yes. You're thinking of uh, Westy with the big tits. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. Big change. All right. Good. All right. Excellent. My bad. My bad. I didn't know that that's what was doing it. Fantastic. Good. Good, good, good. See, they because they added that, that new, that was new. They added that new feature in, so. So it's only been since then, so yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Can we have a booby night one night? A lot of cock talk, you know? 
Can we just have a pussy night? I mean, it's more like breasts on a bird, you know, but hey. Talk about cats, too. Maybe even the pussy willows. However, the cocks and the ducks are going to have to get used to each other because... Um, we could have an alpha issue there. Big Big G went immediately for yeah, the ducks and chased them out of the coop. And I was like, no, sir. But I do have a rooster cage. That dog crate will work as a rooster cage if need be. So I have no problem fucking putting his ass in there every night, just in case. So I'm going to go out and check on them again after, after the show. <laughs> well, you can't get out of the enclosure right now. No, but the mini enclosure, the yes. top part is open, so they could theoretically jump out. You got the all that's coned in. I, I do. They won't. I didn't think they would, but they'll hit that the first time they try. They'll yeah. Like, so when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. <laughs> Give them the nah, bear. Oh, FBI. Nah, bear. Is, is that better? Yes, they said no. Well, I, eyes wide open just said the music's a lot lower on, on my end than you guys are. Well, yes, that's good. Well, no, I mean, I want them to still be able to hear it. I don't well, want I, us to overpower I it. I turn it down too. So. so now you have to go in level with us. You have to keep mm -hmm. it in level with us. Yep. Or that's fine. Okay. Now we will be able to talk. With Excellent. It. Fantastic. Hopefully, this will work. And wait, this is live production. This is how it works. That's how it works. We just try to make it good so you guys can hear everything. Doing it on the fly. What's next? All right. Where are we going? Whew. Well, this uh this came out. You know, Tucker made reference to the interview that he did with the chief of the Capitol Capitol Police. I think his name is Sunderland. Yeah. Okay. And um and it didn't, you know, it didn't come out before Tucker got fired. Yep. And uh, he was like, oh, I'll have to do that interview again. Well, somehow National Pulse got their hands on a snippet of it. Really? Mm-hmm. And put it out there. So someone at Fox is releasing that. Here you go. Check this out. We're back to this. Oh, wait, stop. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. We're gonna we're gonna be right back. Yep. We gotta jump real quick. We'll be right back. Go up there. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply refuse to show vaccine passports refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now. Okay, that should have fixed that. So, 
And that had work. It worked to do that. It did. I was. Uh, did that play all the way through? Yeah. Did you guys see that all the way through? Because it was just us leaving the studio, not any broadcast, mm -hmm. so that was still playing separately. All right. Well, we, uh, you know, we fixed it. We mm -hmm. hope, hopefully, okay. this will work now. All right. Even so. obviously, but the facts that you're describing are shocking. I to say, the reason why I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, why did you write this book? I try to do what I can to get the truth out. Yes. You know, they didn't want me to testify in uh, in February on February 23rd at the Senate hearing. They don't want people that are still currently and, in the positions way, this, of the I actually had to go in. This is their recording. Shitty audio. It's their shitty audio. I've listened to it like on three different platforms, and it's it's this way everywhere. And talked to a friend of mine on one of the oversight committees say, I will come there in person. I want to be there. I want to testify. So I'm glad you think I'm reserved. I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm a little pissed off. Um, because it, it this happened to happen. If, if people were reporting the intelligence correctly, if I was allowed to do my job as the chief, I got a significant experience. If I was allowed to do my job as the chief, we wouldn't be here today. This didn't happen. Then see how you know, you're out there, you're lambasted in public, and it's all, you know, everything appears to be a cover-up. Like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when you look at the information the intelligence that it had, military had, uh, it's all watered down. I'm not getting intelligence. I'm denying support National Guard in advance. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. You're in a fight? Yeah. A fight for a couple of minutes. Yeah, one wears minute. You out. One minute. I was going to say, <laughs> 60 seconds, three minutes. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you, it wears you out. My officers were fighting for 80 minutes before the, the protesters ever broke the first Wait, can I say, so you described this as a failure to get the intelligence to the people who needed it, but it sounds like... Worse than it sounds like they were hiding so, the intelligence. And that's what I'm getting at is could there possibly be that actually did something to happen and kind of wanted something to happen? It doesn't, it's not a far stretch to begin. Well, to I don't know it. what the other explanation is. You know, it's, it's sad when you start putting everything together and thinking about the way this played out. Uh, it gets concerning. What was their end goal? You look at, you look at what's happening. Was that their end goal? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's no question that what happened on January 6th has has really helped the Democratic Party. It's bravely politicized the U.S. military and the intelligence agencies and the FBI. And those are all, I think, bad for America and violations of the Constitution, but they're all good for the Democratic Party. That's the fact. Like That's what happened. Absolutely. And I, I write about that because... As a cop of 30 years, I'm, I'm a rule of law type of guy. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that Lady Justice is depicted with a blindfold. As soon as you cut that blindfold off, the fairness of our legal system goes out goes out the window. And that is exactly what has happened. They have stripped that blindfold. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Exactly they stripped that blindfold off and Lady Justice can see. Mm -hmm. That's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, then, of course, outside of the whole Trump-Biden distraction, because, you know, that's a lot of what that is right now. Um, it's a debacle. It, it, it is quite, quite the debacle. You, you know that uh, they 
downgraded our credit rating, right? Yeah. For like the, the first time. Yeah, we're fucked. Well, the second time. Ever. Wait till you, all your interest rates go to fucking like <laughs> ridiculous. Don't plan on buying a car anytime soon. Because, you know, shit back in the day, you go buy a car, two, three, four, even six, 8% interest rate on a car is a lot. Mm -hmm. We're looking at 29, 30, 39, 40% interest rates on cars here soon. Watch this. I, I bet. I bet. We'll see that. Yes. Oh, there you go. Our dollar is about to take a really big So now for the second time in our nation's history, the country's credit rating has been downgraded, and that is no good. Fitch ratings point to rising debt and a, quote, deterioration in standards of governance. Treasury now calling the cut arbitrary, but it could actually cost taxpayers. Mr. Wonderful is Kevin O'Leary. He's got a tick on this now. Nice to see you, sir. Good morning to you. We were in the same spot. 12 years ago, 2011 was the only other time. Um, what do you make of it as the Biden administration pins a little bit of this blame, not a little bit, maybe a lot, on Donald Trump? Go figure. Well, it's really about government and policy. There's no way to sugarcoat this at all. It's bad. And I'll tell you how you measure it's bad. Basically, when you downgrade the U.S. economy, which is what this downgrading is, you are losing a little faith in the U.S. dollar and the U.S. Treasury bill because the, the default currency of the world, defined by every commodity priced by U.S. dollars, is the good faith of the U.S. government. And the whole world trusts it. Most sovereign funds keep the majority of their liquidity in U.S. dollars. That got hurt 24 hours ago because now you start to ask yourself, well, where is this going? A downgrade from AAA to AA, mm -hmm. does it go to single A? Now, if you're a sovereign wealth fund, you start to put that in your mind. And the bottom line for you and me is the cost of capital goes up. In other words, what it costs for us to borrow money to fund the government in deficit goes up. No sugarcoating that. Now, how does this actually affect the next 24 months? Well, let me explain. Think about the CHIPS Act and the Inflation Reduction Act. We're printing billions of dollars. Government claims it has merit. It's important to do this. But at the same time, that's just a lot of spending, and that increases the deficit. And that's why Finch did this. They downgraded it. And I wouldn't say it was the two bills that you know, uh, caused the camel's back to be broken, but it was enough for them to say, OK, I've seen enough. Now, for me and you, yeah. or anybody at a kitchen table in America, your car loan just went up from 5 to somewhere between seven and nine percent. Really? That's not going to help. So the cost of your loan and your borrowing and your mortgage going up, period. Mm. Okay, so that's that's on the economic side of it, but on the political aspect of the Biden administration was defending itself, and they pointed repeatedly to uh, January sixth uh, from a political standpoint that leads to a lack of trust on behalf of those who are investing in the United States of America. Now, do do you think that to be true? I think that's a political statement, Shirley. I mean, really, this downgrade is about debt and the ability to pay it back. It, it looks beyond any one event. doesn't matter. The more the government goes into deficit spending, the more rating agencies scrutinize the quality of that debt. And if you thought we got to the point of no return where it was impossible to pay this debt back, 
you'd rename United States of America Venezuela. Wow. So that's what you got to start thinking about. It's that simple. We're nowhere near there that yet. But, you know, investors like me look at this every single day and say, what happened there? What happened in the last 24 hours? And how does that change my propensity to bet on the United States of America as a long-term good gamble where I put capital to work? And that lost a little bit last night on the downgrade. Okay. There is, I, keep, I keep pointing this out to people. How can you possibly spin this in a good light? There isn't one. There's no good news. Okay, so we got 2023 and we got 2011, 12 years apart. Uh, next topic, quickly now, on, on BlackRock and investments in China. Uh, this got our attention. We don't know what it means, but this is Larry Fink's defense. It is unconscionable for any U.S. company to profit. Sorry, excuse me. This is the House Select Committee's letter to Larry Fink. It is unconscionable for any U.S. company to profit from investments that fuel the military advancement of America's foremost foreign adversary and facilitate human rights abuses. They allege that their investments in Chinese companies are helping these aspects of Chinese society to do bad things, essentially. Uh, do you see a case here or not, Kevin? Well, I see a case for Larry Fink being fried under a microscope. You know, it's just like burning an ant with a magnifying glass. That's what's happening to him right now on the Hill. And the reason that's happening, maybe they could make an argument about that funding the Chinese army and, and espionage and all the rest of that, but that's not his problem. His problem is lack of transparency. When I invest in the world's largest money manager in an index fund that's global, a portion of that is based on the larger economies. It's prorated by the size of an economy. China gets a big chunk. What I don't get, and there's no information for me, me to get, is the transparency specifically of what those investments are. So the only defense Larry Fink has and BlackRock has is to shine the light of transparency on every single investment so that you can see whether or not these allegations are true. Yeah. And you don't get to do that in an index fund. It's very hard to. So that's his only way to do it, whether you're a retail investor, an institutional investor, or actually a sovereign fund that's managed by a government. Well, let's see he whether, has to do that. Let's and see and the other happens. problem he's got is Go ESG. He's got ESG issues. People are asking, why do you make these decisions? It's opaque. We don't know. Lots of issues around transparency here. Okay. Kevin, nice to see you. Please come back soon, okay? Kevin O'Leary on the road. We'll see you in New York. Thank yeah. you. 25 yeah. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Brian Kilmer. Uh, and I'm Eve Lear. Jesus. No way to sugarcoat it. We're fucked. But Janet Yellen disagrees. Pud muddling carpet muncher? What do you think? Of course she disagrees. In light of the economic strength we see in the United States, I strongly disagree with Fitch's decision, and I believe it is entirely unwarranted. Its flawed assessment is based on outdated data and fails to reflect improvements across a range of indicators, including those related to governance that we've seen over the past two and a half years. Despite the gridlock, we've seen both parties come together to pass legislation to resolve the debt limit as well as to make historic investments in our infrastructure and American competitiveness. Fitch's decision is put. What do you know? Fitch's the economy is so strong that Janet Yellen strongly disagrees with the downgrading in our credit rating. And you know what that does to our credit rating? 
Fuck nothing. No one gives a shit if she disagrees. It's not her decision. I, I, I have a better question. <laughs> Ladies, how many times if I'm, and I'm asking just for a friend. All right. Don't skewer the fucking messenger on this one. But ladies, I have, I have a question for you and I want you to answer me honestly. Mm -hmm. How many times have you ladies called the credit card company and said, well, I think you raising the interest rates on my credit cards is illegal and unsatisfactory and does not fit with what I am because yes, I what I am disagree. is a strong woman. I identify as having good credit, so therefore you should not raise my interest. Rate. Did that work for you? No. Okay, just wondering. Just wondering if it worked because I wonder what Actually, Janet Yellen yelling at the international IMF, telling them that our credit rating should be better because you're racist. One time, I was late on one credit card payment because i had COVID, i was really fucking sick um and uh and it was literally for five it was like a five dollar payment it was like the monthly fee on a credit card that had no money on it i was like i was late on it right because i was really fucking sick and i called them and i bitched at them and they took it off and our credit went up you remember that that's awful nice of them yeah. But I, I mean, okay. I mean, I didn't picture them. I actually requested, I told them what happened and I requested that they take it off and they did. Okay. But that's not, that's not calling the credit card company and going, well, because you're racist and because I believe we're better than that, you have to up our credit rating. That's not the argument you make when you call a credit card company because it doesn't normally work. Mm. I wonder if it works for Neil deGrasse Tyson. I doubt it. He still thinks the earth is pear-shaped, remember? <sighs> okay. Um, he also apparently thinks there's like 782 genders. Neil deGrasse Tyson came out as a, a trainee lover. Well, he isn't he isn't he gay? I don't know. Wait, check. No, no, no. I mean, isn't he though? I, I have no idea. I thought he was. I, mean, I, I thought I had heard that he was gay. I mean he might be. I don't give a fuck, but He's still a smart motherfucker, but no, he's not. Well, he's kind of retarded. He's really retarded. And he that. should not weigh in on culture. Stick to science that you're really bad at. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Stick to something you already suck at. My point is apparently the XXXY chromosomes are insufficient because when we wake up in the morning, we exaggerate what Ever feature we want to portray the gender of our choice mm. either the one you're assigned the one you choose to be whatever it is and so now here so so now just to, to tie a bow on this i say to you somewhere i read somewhere I, I think i read that the united states was a land where we have the pursuit of happiness yes Suppose no matter my chromosomes today, I feel 80% female, 20% male. I'm going to, I'm going to put on makeup. I'm going to do that um, tomorrow. I might feel 80% male. I'll remove the makeup and I'll wear a muscle shirt. Why do you care? Yeah. How are you going to wear What, what business it, is it of yours like you've got. to require that I fulfill your inability to think of gender on a spectrum? My point is, apparently, 
the XXXY chromosomes are insufficient. Whatever. I um now I I wonder though, like at the beginning of that, it sounded very tongue in cheek. It sounded almost like he's like like this is just ridiculous. But then he kind of played the freedom card. Like you know what, fuck it, we'll do whatever you want because we live in America. Except when you bring it around our children or you enter like women's private spaces and, you know, like rape kids and shit like that, then that's, that's yeah. not allowed. I don't give a shit if you dress up in ladies underwear and put on lipstick and dance around your bedroom or your whole fucking house or your neighborhood. I don't care as long as small children don't see you with your dingling, you know, running out. Um, I might sit in my giant ginger cock after you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till the giant ginger cock meets the great white shepherd <laughs> holy shit <sighs> this is gonna be we have to videotape that for everyone <sighs> you have to put that on your gardening show it's gotta be like the number one video giant ginger of cock sheamus and the giant ginger to, cock we're, we're, we're gonna have to do it without annie because like oh, annie will kill her it's gonna be bad i don't yeah, know annie will kill it he's only he's only like three months old Annie will fucking pulverize that okay, fucking thing. Maybe. <laughs> Annie will toss that shit in the air like it's a fucking joke. He, he does cockadoodle do really well. I've heard other cocks go like, and he's like, cockadoodle-doo. I can't wait to punch you in the morning. It's going to be so much fun. I know. You're going to hate me because it's going to hurt, but you're getting punched at 5 a.m. All right. It'll be, it, it won't, it'll be a, it's an immediate jerk. It's something that I gained when I was in Afghanistan. I remember that retaliation so was a thing, babe. When I was in Afghanistan, there's, um, we were in a, uh, I was in a, we were in a hut. Mm hmm. We were hiding out for a couple of days and uh, at like 5 a.m. Everybody said like the guy that was up on watch. He said that in the middle of the night or at 5 a.m. Exactly as that cock, the first cock mm -hmm. that went off crowed, I punched my arm straight <laughs> the fuck out like I was punching somebody in the face. You'll probably hit Annie. <laughs> and... Uh, he said, dude, I don't know what your fucking deal is, but I think you're fucking possessed. Uh, I'm just you letting are. you know. Uh, I think you're fucking possessed because you, you fucking would have decked somebody if they were there. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> I did tell Connor that if we got a, a cock, I was going to teach it to come and wake him up in the morning. I, I wonder if the, the, we might have to take one of the little ones to do that because I don't know that the giant ginger cock would. Um... <laughs> anyway, maybe the frizzle will do. Oh, anyway, this is um, this is this is this is interesting. This is in Morocco. We came all the way to Morocco to find out how many genders are there. I don't understand you too. Oh, biologically. Genders, it's like about female and males. Yeah, they're like how many are there? I think it's 50-15 Morocco. And 19 million. 19 million and for females, 19 million. It's funny, like they don't even understand the question here because it sounds so ridiculous to them. Here, they're just not as programmed, you know, they stick to, to real life. And that's how it is. The more you leave those first world societies, it's just more normal. None of this extra bullshit. We came all the way to Morocco. You know, the crazy thing is uh, Morocco, they just, their female soccer team, they just made it to the Sweet 16 in the World Cup, mm -hmm. which is the first time they've ever made it that far in the World Cup, which 
hats off to him. Good job. Uh, first Islamic, mostly Islamic team to make it th that far too, Good. which is outstanding. Hey, awesome. Hey, that's fucking great. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody gets her shot. Uh, one of the things I that I got I, sold into child sex slavery in Morocco. One of the things I thought was fucking really just uncouth about the whole situation was what's her fucking nuts. Rapino. Mm hmm bagging on them because they only believe in two genders well there are only two genders so mm. Mm. um bagging on the moroccan team because rapino said that there's more than two genders did you hear that the world and that's our representation yeah. to the world cup just so you're all aware that's our that's how the world put a frame around it bitches this is how they that's view how they us see, yeah. But did you see that the uh, the World Swimming League just banned biological males from yes that is from, outstanding uh, from swimming I, in women's races? So now Leah, Leah Thomas, uh, fucking William Thomas, is no longer allowed to compete against. Yep, they should strip him of all of the medals that he stole from yeah, those girls. Cool. I agree, but I agree. Um, yeah, that's that's done. I agree done. because uh, now that everybody else is saying that there's only two sexes, guess what, motherfuckers? Mm -hmm. It's only two sexes. Period. You either got balls down there or you don't. If you don't, you may have met me and, and survived, which is, that's impressive. But if you didn't, well, okay. they're just going to find a skeleton. And guess what? They're going to say it's a man. Yeah. Because they know. So, um, yeah, in a hundred years. Skeletons they, don't lie. They, they will know if you were a male or a female. Uh, they will also know your race based on your bone structure. Redneck Renegade wants me. Mick, can you shoot my dick off for my gender reveal party <laughs> next week? Yeah, ten thousand dollars. We do we do cheap. <laughs> and I mean, just for fun, hold on. Fight bear. hold on, hold on. That's a good one. Thunder, 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 thunder. Kicks. Get the fuck out of here! Oh! Oh! <laughs> That was that was a good one, Redneck. Uh, I just see. I I knew it was t the night was the night was right because boom, there you go. I mod you and look at you, fucking coming out right out the, the shoot, fucking smoking it, like it. Good job, sir. Check a little a little appreciation um, for all of the smaller podcasts out there. Like us. Like shows like this, shows by Joe, like Joe Rogan are taken off because they can run stories. Hey, do you think that like people getting vaccine injured is not a story that would generate a lot of views for CNN? The vaccine that the government just mandated has hurt all of these people. That's a huge story. Why won't they run it? Because all their commercials are freaking pharmaceutical companies. Yep. They don't want to piss off powerful interests. So they're not in the game of that. So they have to create something for you to be afraid of. You know, right. white supremacist terrorism is everywhere. You know, I, it's part of the reason why shows like this shows why Joe, like Joe wrote. Hey, that guy's not wrong. No, that's true. We don't. We see. Look, right side media. We're no, I, I'm just real. I'm not a fake fuck. Mm -hmm. I have a house. I, I just hung out with Gerby all almost half the day today. Mm -hmm. I install garage doors. Gerby saw my work truck. I'm a real person, flesh and blood. I'm not some fake fuck that makes $17 million when I'm sleepy. I wake up, I make the same money you do. I live the same shitty lifestyle. Well, actually, we live pretty good now because... We're growing our own food. I mean, we're broke as fuck, but we have plenty of food. We have plenty of food. But 
there's we're not fake. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. We have a bunch you got of chickens. You got some lipstick fucking wearing queers that get in front of every camera in front of Fox News, NBC, CBS, ABC. They are not real people. You walk up, you poke them in the tit with a fucking needle. Their fucking tits will deflate. They're not real. They don't know what a bad day is. Their idea of a bad day is, oh, well, I got a flat. And when I got a flat, I walked out of my car, my heel busted. And when my heel busted, I had to wear my flats all day. And it sucked. And I had to wait for this other guy who took forever to change my tire, who was really nice to stop and help. But it took him forever. And that's all she ever bitches about. They are not real people. That motherfucker back there is not real. I wish uh, we got it. Now I got to clip that too. I got two clips I got to make. Fuck. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. That was good. Hey, you know what, babe? I'll give you this one. This is from me to you, babe. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. That's my gift to you, babe. That was a good one. That was actually very good. I that I enjoyed. That was a good right. giggle. So uh, today or yesterday or whatever the fuck day it was in Australia, I, I don't know because they're you know on the other side of the world. So, dude, I totally love that chick, Lindsay. She's my fucking soul sister. Like, I'd love to meet her, and she's got great tits. Anyway, who? <laughs> That motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no. You guys were talking the other night when, or yesterday when we were talking about uh, Trump's indictment and shit. I didn't catch on to this, but you guys were talking about his lawyer. If he, his lawyer looks, I saw the pictures. I got to tell you right now. Now I know why Trump's lawyers look right? the way they do. Holy this shit, chick, dude! This lawyer. Oh, she can't. She tripped over everything she said. And I want to. No one was listening anyway. I wanted to motorboat her tits to the fucking next week. I was like, holy shit, new sport. I know that she was standing in the Baphomet pose, Sparky, but she still has great tits. Okay? She's got great tits, Come on dude. now. I know, I know. I got you, but she's still got great tits. Why can't you look at the tits? Seriously. The tits were impressive. <sighs> anyway, so uh, in Australia, yesterday, today, whatever the fuck day it was, because they're, you know, retarded um, i'm not australia is not retarded time zones are retarded yes okay um sorry had to clarify that i uh, international datelines are retarded. yes pfizer australia got called in front of the australian senate <laughs> Lindsay's like sorry v <laughs> mixed brain went to a completely different surely did oh okay um so pfizer australia got called in front of the australian senate and i'm going to play a quick clip because it's really important one, okay? And then we're they're gonna we're gonna listen to the whole like as I get called on the carpet the whole way through. But this this first one is um listen listen carefully. Mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct, uh, Senator? So. Pfizer undertook to import um, a batch of vaccines specifically for the employee vaccination program. Wait, wait, say that. Do that again. Oh. Yeah, I missed. I missed that. You missed. He said that Pfizer it. said huh? what? Undertook to import um, no, 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 a batch of vaccines specifically for the employee vaccination program. 
Go no, go back all the way to the beginning when he starts to talk. When th this crunchhead starts to talk, I will just play the whole thing. It's when only this a fucking fifteen second clip anyway. Fuzzy little foreigner talks. Read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so Pfizer undertook to import um, a, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program. Holy Pfizer shit. To import That's what I was listening to. A batch for. of vaccines specifically, specifically for, for the Pfizer employee, employee vaccination program. Wow. Pfizer employees got injected with an entirely different inert substance just for them vaccine inert substance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow okay so um this is about 15 minutes but it's so worth thank you mr hewitt and mr thakur for being here oh sorry dr thakur and dr dr theru dr hewitt you have repeatedly refused to provide evidence You've dodged questions on evidence from Senator Canavan, from Senator Rennick. You have relied instead on appeals to authority and other logical fallacies, including an appeal to authority. So let's talk about one of your experts. The health minister, the former health minister in this country, said, we are engaged in the world's largest clinical vaccination trial. It's experimental in his view. He was the health minister that introduced these things. Let's go to our first question. What we've seen during the COVID mismanagement and malfeasance was the largest transfer of wealth in our nation's history from we the people to big pharma via big government that lied repeatedly during the COVID mismanagement my question is did you ask the minister to introduce vaccine mandates for employment senator i reject uh, the premise of your question we did have you or did you not did your company ask the minister to introduce vaccine mandates for employment Senator, I reject your question and your accusation. We had no involvement, no involvement. I made no accusation, Dr. Thakur. I asked you a question. Uh, Senator, I was referring to your previous comments as well when you uh, characterize, mischaracterized the evidence base for the vaccine. What I can confirm, but we have covered that previously, what I can confirm is that we have not had any discussions. We have not been involved uh, with any governments or any other organizations in relation to vaccine mandates. That is a matter for government. That is a matter for lawmakers. That did is you not ask, a matter. Did you ask the, the health department or one of their agencies for vaccine mandates? Senator, I believe I clearly communicated our position on that. Pfizer has no involvement, had no involvement, has no involvement in the imposition of vaccine mandates. Did you ask anyone in or near a government or a department to ban ivermectin? Senator, Pfizer has had no involvement Thank no you. in relation to ivermectin. Does the indemnity you have with the government extend to providing you with indemnity in the situation where an employee is forced by their employer to undergo vaccination and then experiences harm? And if you, if you do have indemnity, I want the proof. Uh, Senator, any indemnity agreements between uh, Pfizer and the Australian government are confidential uh, and we are not uh, able to discuss that in this forum. Why are they confidential? Because as a taxpayer, I paid for those injections even though I didn't take any. Why are they confidential from taxpayers? 26 million Australians. Senator, what are you hiding? 
Senator, indemnity agreements between the Australian government and private organisations such as FISA are confidential. I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Why are they confidential? The people who paid for the, these injections cannot see what they've actually bought. Why are they confidential? Why are you hiding? Senator, those indemnity agreements, indeed contractual arrangements, as is always the case, between the Australian government and external parties are confidential. And I don't have any information today that might assist the, the committee in relation to that. Did or does Pfizer have COVID vaccine mandates for your own employees in Australia? At the height of the pandemic and consistent with uh, guidance from uh, health authorities, from the New South Wales and Victorian governments, Pfizer did have a colleague vaccination program uh, for its employees. Did you, do you still have it? Uh, that vaccine man, uh, the requirement for colleague vaccination for Pfizer employees uh, is currently uh, present. We uh, introduced uh, a colleague vaccination program in the interest of protecting the health and safety of our colleagues and the communities in which we serve, in which the, uh, we, we operate. We've read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so... Pfizer undertook to import um, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program, and that was so that no vaccine would be taken from government stocks that was being delivered to clinics as needed. Thank you. Did you enforce your mandate on your colleagues, your employees? Did you enforce it? Did you sack anyone or refuse to pay anyone who refused to take the injection? Senator, we aligned with the public health guidance we permitted uh, accommodations or exemptions for people that had specific medical or religious reasons um, that they did not or could not be vaccinated. A small number of colleagues uh, departed the company. Thank you. Does your contract with the government for supply of COVID injections include a clause that negates your indemnity in the event of Pfizer committing a crime such as fraudulent treatment of trial data? Uh, Senator Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it operates. It abides by the highest standards for clinical trials and all its operations. Does your the, contract with the uh, government for supply of COVID injections include a clause that negates your indemnity in the event of Pfizer committing a crime such as fraudulent treatment of trial data? The uh, question is mentioned. simple. What is the answer? Yes or no? Uh, Senator Roberts, uh, as I had mentioned previously, the contents of uh, Pfizer's uh, contract with the Australian government remain confidential and I don't have any information that I can provide to the committee in relation to that. Is it true that Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines were de developed initially as countermeasures for the American Department of Defence? Uh, Senator, our sole focus from the start of this pandemic has been to discover, develop and supply a safe and effective vaccine. I didn't ask you about your focus. I asked you, is it true that Pfizer's COVID-19 injections, vaccines, were developed initially as countermeasures for the American Department of Defense, as experts have told? Is Senator, it true? 
The vaccine was developed to address the dire global public health emergency that became rapidly apparent in the early part of 2020. That was the only reason for which the Pfizer vaccine was developed. We're very proud of the role that the Pfizer vaccine has demonstrated clearly in protecting the health of hundreds of millions of people around the world and enabling countries, borders and societies. There you go again, another appeal to authority. Another appeal to, to consensus and appeal to numbers. That's not what I asked. Have you had any association during the development of these vaccines with the Department of Defense? Just before you answer, sorry, sorry, Dr. Um, Thur, um, just another question, follow-up question yeah. after this answer. Yeah. Uh, yes, Doctor. <laughs> Uh, Senator, I have no information on that and I'm happy to take it on notice, but let me confirm again that the sole purpose of developing of the vaccine was to protect global public health. Isn't it true that many standard steps and procedures otherwise required before receiving approval for use were omitted or circumvented entirely to achieve this accelerated time period of development that you talked about, 12 months? Uh, Senator, well, wait a minute. Stop, the, uh, stop. Pause it. Go back. They removed a whole question from that hearing. Go back. Because I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. What did they just do? I was like, what was that parliamentary? I'll go back about a minute. Where yeah. he stopped him, where he asked yeah. about the Department of Defense. Yes. And the guy cut in. And the guy cut And I'm, he was like, oh, I have a follow-up question after uh, that. Oh, hold on. Uh, demonstrated clearly in protecting the health of hundreds of millions of people around the world and That's enabling right. countries, borders, and society. There you go again. Another appeal to authority. Another appeal to, to consensus and appeal to numbers. That's not what I asked. Have you had any association during the development of these vaccines with the Department of Defense? Just before you answer, I sorry, don't have any sorry, sorry, Mr. Sorry, Dr. Um, Thur, um, just another it, question. It's, pause that. It, it's like he's getting a call. Yeah. Just it's like he's, wait, you can't, no, no we yeah, can't. Just before you answer that. What? Wow. There's something hinky going on here. Mm -hmm. yeah, hold on. I don't know what the fuck it is, folks. That doesn't feel right. Yep. Let's see. Hold on. Question yeah. after this answer. Yeah. Uh, yes, Doctor. Uh, uh, Senator, I have no information on that, and I'm happy to take it on notice. Automatically, but let me confirm again that the sole okay. purpose of development. Automatically, this guy gets to go again. Yeah. But the other guy got stopped. But this guy gets to pick it back up where he left off mm -hmm. before the guy interrupted him mm -hmm. and said, Hey, tell me again, do you, or do you not, did you, or did you not invent this vaccine with the help of the U S department of defense? Mm -hmm. And he goes back to the same statement he was making before yep. as if there's a teleprompter that rewound all the way back down to that statement. And he's rereading it. And now he's like, yeah, there's some weird yep. hinky shit going on there. The thing was to protect global public health. Isn't it true that many standard steps and procedures otherwise required before receiving approval for use were omitted or circumvented? Pause this real quick. And I'm not pausing it because the guy's asking the wrong question. But all of a sudden, he changes direction. Well, no, because he said, I had no, I have no information about that. He did answer that question. He said, I have no information about that, but I'm happy to take it up on notice and get back to you. Oh, okay.
expected entirely to achieve this accelerated time period of development that you talked about, 12 months? Uh, Senator, the uh, evidence that was gathered and presented not just to the Therapeutic Goods Administration, but to regulators worldwide, was thorough and comprehensive and was assessed by those regulators who made independent decisions on the benefit-risk profile of the vaccine. I noticed repeatedly that you have transferred the, the accountability, the responsibility for these these injections to the TGA. Repeatedly you've done that. Did Pfizer research the long-term effects and risk profile of its COVID-19 vaccine prior to release? Long uh, Senator, uh, uh, again, as part of an application to any regulatory authority, <laughs> the data that we gather and present are used to determine whether or not the regulatory authority feels that the uh, medicinal product may be licensed and supplied to patients. Again, you and failed to answer my question in a shifting responsibility to the TGA. And I'll be asking the TGA, you might be, oh, no, we'll, we'll let it go. There's um, another answer to that. And can you explain the process why the vaccine causes myocarditis and pericarditis? I'll take that, Dr. Hewitt. Sure. Um, Based on our clinical trials and pharmacovigilance data, as well as real-world evidence following the distribution now of billions of doses of vaccine, we retain confidence, strong confidence in the safety profile of the vaccine. So, sorry, Chair, point of order. Sorry, point of order. I've asked, do you understand why it causes, I know that it's a low risk, I'm asking, do you understand why it causes myocarditis? I want you, I want you to explain to me why it causes myocarditis. Do you Pfizer, understand why it causes myocarditis? Pfizer is aware of very rare reports of myocarditis and pericarditis that have been temporarily associated with vaccination. Well, that's However, still ongoing for some people. Senator Reddick, Dr. Thru should answer the question. Thank you, Dr. Thru. According to public health experts and regulatory authorities around the globe, the number of reports of myocarditis remains small. I'm not referring to the number of reports. I want you to explain to me the mechanism of how the vaccine causes myocarditis. Do you or do you not understand the mechanism of why the vaccine causes myocarditis? It looks to me like you don't. And if you don't understand it, why are you saying the vaccine is safe without qualifying the risks? So, so, um, Senator Rennick, I think uh, Dr. Theroux is actually about to get to that point. Whether people agree, whether there's agreement to his evidence or not, is another question for others to make a judgment on. Um, but if, Dr. Theroux, if you could uh, again get to um, Senator Rennick's uh, question. Senator, uh, all medicines, all therapeutic products and vaccines have uh, benefits and have side effects as well. Looking at the totality of the evidence for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, uh, regulatory authorities, health authorities, experts globally, including in Australia within the Department of Health and the TGA, have maintained that the benefit-risk ratio... That's not the question that I asked. I asked, can you explain why the vaccine causes myocarditis? Yes or no? Uh, Senator, the benefit-risk... Yes or no? So you clearly don't understand the pathway, do you? Because you can't explain it. I'm not referring to the cost-benefit analysis here. I'm referring to do you understand the biochemical pathway as to why the vaccine causes damage to the heart? 
Senator, I'm happy to take your question on notice and come back to the committee with whatever information we can provide. I might just clarify, I was not referring to a cost-benefit analysis in my previous response. I was referring to the benefit-risk ratio. And health authorities around the globe continue to recommend uh, the benefits... Uh, and that's, this isn't the question that I'm asking. Anyway, thanks, Chair. But can I just, just um, clarify, clarify as well, Dr. Through, you've agreed to um, give further, take them the question on notice and give further um, response to that question. Um, is that correct? Uh, that is uh, correct, Chair. As I understand, the question was about the mechanisms, uh, and we're happy to take that question on notice. I referred earlier to a, and uh, tabled a uh, report um, from a journal, uh, El Silvier, said that wrongly, recent report from the end of last year, which uh, stands for the proposition and found that uh, the rates of serious adverse reactions are occurring at a rate of one in 800 people vaccinated. Um, now, according to your own clinical trial data, um, do you accept uh, that that is the rate? And if not, uh, how does your overall rate of serious adverse events compare with um, routine traditional vaccine products such as uh, flu vaccines and the like? So um, I'm not aware of the report to which you're referring. This is, this is the report of a, of a, of a prominent um, a medical journal. You're not aware of that? Um, I'm not aware of that. Do you, do you think, do you, think you should be aware of that? Um, I think if you're able to provide that report, then um, well, we could provide... I mean, this is part of the frustration of this process, is if you were here, we could provide you with that. But, I mean, I, this, is, this has been widely reported. You are a manufacturer of vaccines. I find it difficult to think that you wouldn't be aware of this report. So, one thing, I can say, one thing I can say is that, as a company, we have, a, 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 as part of our pharmacovigilance activities, we do do routine uh, screens of the literature to... to uh, look particularly for publications that include adverse events. We do review those publications and those adverse events, and we do include them into our global pharmacovigilance database. So that manuscript would have been assessed by our pharmacovigilance department, and the information from it would have been taken into account when evaluating uh, so, the benefit-risk profile of our vaccine. So, so what, 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 is your, uh, what is Moderna's overall rate of serious adverse events, and how does that compare with routine vaccinations, was the question. Um, so, um, I, I, I don't have the actual rates of adverse events. Um, to you don't, you don't have the rates of adverse events I'm in front of you. If you I just, don't know. I can refer to the, uh, obviously I can refer to the product information. What I can tell you uh, is that the rates of serious adverse events in our, in our uh, very large randomised controlled trials was actually um, uh, in a... In a, in a similar range to what was observed in the placebo. But you don't, you can't tell me the rates of serious adverse events. You realise you've come to a Senate hearing today for the purposes of exactly that question, and you can't tell me the rates of serious adverse reactions to your product, which I find extraordinary. Well, what I can, what I can tell you is that uh, on the TGA website, there are, it reports there are 1.2 reports. Uh, That's the TGA. I'm not asking about the TGA. I'm asking about Moderna. You, you, you must have that information. You are a multinational company. You're before a Senate inquiry, and you cannot tell me the rates of serious adverse... I mean, it's quite extraordinary what you're telling me. Nobody can tell me that. Nope. Okay. Oh, so, 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 
So I can I can provide that information um, uh, on notice. Um, I, I just, what, I, what, I, what I can tell you is that we have observed in our clinical trials we observed no safety concerns. There were no imbalances of serious adverse events, uh, adverse events of special what? interest, or, or or deaths between the oh, uh, between the uh, vaccine group and the placebo group. Oh my God! You, you liar! Uh, Chair, I think we're wasting our time here. Thank you. You can have the call back. No shit, you're wasting your time. Dude, the fucking Senate hearing was your notice that you have to bring the fucking data. You know why they don't know how many adverse events they have? And by the way, for them to say that they had none in the trials is absolute fucking bullshit. Because now Moderna, just like Pfizer, is being forced to release their documentation. And what did they find? Oh, they found even more deaths in the Moderna trials than there were in the Pfizer trials. And mm. even worse implications for pregnant women and more rates of hey, problems. Hey, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember back in the day? Do you remember back in the day we had a conversation? It was in the summer. I remember. We were sitting in the old house. No, we were sitting in the okay. We were sitting in the old house and we were looking at the camera. Uh-huh. And you were asking me questions and there was one I couldn't answer. What was and there's it? one that I told you, you said, is there a company worse than Pfizer? Yeah, Moderna. I said, yes. Moderna. And you looked at me and you said, Moderna. And I said, yeah, fuck it, Moderna. Oh, I told you. Seriously? Moderna is way dirtier than Pfizer. Do you want to know why they can't tell you the rate of adverse reactions? Because they have not just discouraged doctors from reporting them, they have gaslit the entire world's population that there are any in the first fucking place. Well, not only that, so, not only that, because think about this. Think about so how the vaccines came out. out Pfizer came out with two shots. Moderna came out with one shot. Johnson & Johnson came out with one shot. The Moderna but then the second shot. Johnson, Johnson no. & Johnson needed a booster. No, Moderna came out with a second then, shot. Then, Moderna no. was always a two, no, Moderna and Pfizer were always two-shot series. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought no, Moderna was no, the first one-shot no, series. Moder and no, Johnson, Johnson & Johnson, Johnson, Johnson was, was the, the first one-shot one shot series. Okay, and it wasn't so it was two and two. They took Johnson & Johnson off the market yep. and then brought it back when they said that it needed another one because the first one didn't fuck you up bad enough because that's why they took it off the market in the first damn place. That's true. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Seriously, I want to. But I, it was just—it's crazy to even think about that—that that they're admitting that in Australia, but in America, we don't even ask the question. Don't our the Congress, problem. our own Congress, oh, no, our own Senate. The fucking origins of COVID. We don't want to know. Why not? Why doesn't our Senate want to know? Why doesn't our Congress want to know? Ron Why has to book a fucking hotel conference room to ask these questions because he can't actually do it in the Capitol building. Tell me something. I need a better question. Why was it just the other day, two sailors in San Diego were both arrested for spying for China? Cause they're spying of for all things. No, no, no. Why did they get China? Arrested? You with exactly. Why did they get arrested? They get Why were these two scapegoated someone, out? Someone wasn't read in on the fucking memorandum. Why were those two scapegoated out? Some, what some, what don't we know is gung, coming? Some gung-ho Leo like you and your buddies were like, fuck that. I'm not because, letting this go. Well, the, 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 the guy out there, the the what the USDA the the or the US judge magistrate, he said, Well, the biggest thing that we need to do is we need to give a big thanks to NCIS. And I was like, Yeah, big thanks. Well, well wow. everyone loves NCIS now because they made a TV show about it. <laughs> 
seriously, I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I I and they all walk with a limp, don't they? Mm. No. Okay, I thought so. Maybe anyway. not. I thought I had one more about the new, but maybe I didn't pull it because I was on the road. Oh, here you go. Nope. Um, so this is also in Australia. As this Senate bullshit's going on, this is how it affects people in real life. Real people in real life. Is it going to work? Imagine having a sick daughter, a 16-year-old girl in hospital, needing a double lung transplant that she's been denied because of being unvaccinated. Then to find out that the hospital is telling visitors and people that are bringing gifts to help cheer her up and boost her spirits. Imagine finding out that, that hospital is telling them that she doesn't exist at that hospital. She's not admitted. There is no Dizelle admitted into the John Hunter Hospital. Then finding out that it's because they don't want media. Check this out. Now let me replay that for you again, it's a bit better um, sound. Yeah, well, Dizelle's, uh, they said there's no Dizelle here at all. We've been given instructions. Uh, who, who from? Uh, no, sorry, who from? Um, well, somebody high up. Yeah. Because I'm going to do it for media. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really going, I shouldn't be telling yeah, you this. No, 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 I appreciate you told me that. Something to do with the media. Yeah. And we've been informed if anybody rings or comes in. Wow. Okay. That is disgusting. Because she needs hope right now. She's fighting for her life. I'm, I'm sorry, if, if my aggression comes out at all, please know it's not at you. I'm, I'm her auntie. And that's just ridiculous. Like, that is disgusting. Appreciate it, Thank you. But what happens too is we get other patients in here too that are kind of, you know, things might be happening and we've still got to put a, and I hate it, like telling lies, we've got to tell people no, they're not here. Absolutely disgusting, straight from the horse's mouth. Because of media, John Hunter Hospital does not want media. So I say we give them some freaking media. Denying a little girl visitors or gifts to be... <laughs> you should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. You really should. So come on guys, share this around far and wide. Make everyone see just how disgusting they are. Do it for Dizelle. Good evening, folks. Just a quick message. Um, bit of a shout out for help, I guess. Some of you know our story, some of you don't. 
Well, when it comes to Dazzle, our daughter, she needs a double lung transplant. And the Australian medical system, the Australian government have turned their backs on her because um, she doesn't want the four C-19 shots that they've told her she has to have or they won't operate on her. She's a 16-year-old kid. She's got her reasons. Before you get on and call us anti-vaxxers and all this rubbish, um, put yourselves in our position. <clears throat> it's not a very good place. It's been a hard few years. She's fought cancer. She's been on a deathbed. She's been in a coma. There's nothing you can say that's going to make me feel any worse than I already am. So save it. But I know some of you won't be able to help yourself, and that's okay. If it makes you feel better, go for your life. You know, it makes me laugh. The hospital are now called labelling us crazy anti-vaxxers. Now, if we were crazy anti-vaxxers, our children wouldn't have been vaccinated. We wouldn't have had our vaccinations as children and as adults as we go along in time. And Dazzle wouldn't have um, started catching up on all the childhood vaccines that she had to have again from scratch because she had the bone marrow transplant. So there's a lot more to the story than what you all think. The hospital have turned their back on her. The government have turned their back on her. And we're in the situation now that we're crying out to other countries to see if there's someone that knows somebody high up that could pass this message on. We're asking for help. Dazzle needs a double lung transplant as soon as possible. Um, I hope none of you have to be in the situation we're in. Dazzle's just told her mum that she... She wants her mum to help write her goodbye letters to the people she loves because, because she feels like her body's really starting to fail now. She's sleeping a lot more through the day and she's struggling. So I hope someone out there hears this plea for help and get in contact with us somehow. Again, thanks for everything that everybody's done. If you've been here short term or long term, mm -hmm. um, we've got an amazing support network. But we need someone overseas to throw us a lifeline and help this child live the life she lives. Stay strong. God bless. Wow, that's that. It, that's sad. Um, Our it, care system won't do anything for her. It, the worst part about it is uh, she's already had a bone marrow transplant. Mm -hmm. That means, like, one of the biggest things, I got to tell you, Gerby, first of all, dude, you told me the best news I've ever heard all day. I, I got to tell you, I couldn't show it in front of you guys, but I was happier than shit when you told me what your numbers were. But when, when you get into those numbers, what they're looking at is certain enzymes produced in your bloodstream, okay? When you have cancer, and what I've come to learn because she's forced me to learn this is... The enzyme that they pick up in your blood is parasitic parasite debris. poop. It's parasitic debris. It's parasite poop. Mm -hmm. They pick up active parasite poop. Mm -hmm. And when they pick it up in your blood, they can tell, oh, well, now you've got cancer. And depending on how much they pick up is how big the cell mass is, how many parasites have collected in the one area. And as those numbers increase, and if they see a lot of those numbers in your bloodstream, they automatically say, well, you got cancer. 
and that's how they diagnose it initially. And then they've got to radiate your body to find it via either x-ray or um, MRI or um, uh, whatever, the CAT scan, whatever. They're going to find it, okay? Mm -hmm. Then they find your cancer. Your parasitic egg sac. Or your parasitic egg sac, mm -hmm. as she likes to call it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kill you to kill it. I mean, it makes sense because in a way, in the military, if y'all remember, you vets, you remember you were supposed to hit yourself with two Pam chloride. And then you were supposed to wait five minutes. If you remember the directions that we were given during NBC school, you were supposed to wait five minutes. How many people have accidentally injected themselves with two Pam chloride? We don't have time to tell the camel story again. Nope. But let me tell you something. When you inject yourself with two Pam chloride, you've got about 15, 30 seconds. 30 seconds before it takes full grip and you go directly to sleep. If you wait five minutes, your ass is going to be dead. Somebody, uh, one of our much wiser enlisted folks, when I was coming up through the ranks, he told me, hey, he said, you know, in that NBC class, when they said, wait five minutes, don't wait five minutes. He wait said, five wait seconds. five seconds and then hit yourself. Mm -hmm. And I asked him why. He said, because when that shit hits you, there's no fucking way that you'll be awake. There is no way. You will be down like a fucking sack of potatoes. You'll be barely breathing. Your heart will barely be it's pumping. It's midazolam. It's what they used to kill people in the UK that had COVID. Correct. Mm -hmm. It's the same shit we inject same ourselves stuff. with if we're hit with a chemical nuclear biological attack. Yes. Maybe that's what they were trying to do. Maybe they thought it was a chemical nuclear biological attack, and that's why they were injecting people with midazolam and killing them. Really, midazolam only works on nerve agents. It doesn't really work for any of the other ones. The bloodborne pathogens, they still exist in the bloodstream, mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter. Midazolam only works for the nerve agents because it stops the reaction in the nerves, shuts the body down, and then the, uh, well, what's supposed to be when you give yourself that little green shot. Woo! So um, that sucker is supposed to restart your heart. It don't, but it's supposed to. Before we go, this is, I think I mentioned last night real quick that there is leprosy in Florida. Yes, you leprosy. did. Leprosy. Yes, you did. Apparently it's endemic already. Oh yeah, no, they're saying it's endemic already. They have a vaccine for it? Oh, antibiotics are the vaccine for it. A, a leprosy is caused by a bacteria, M, M. leprae. Okay. Yes. All right. 95% of the world's population already has that bacteria in their system, okay? When it first popped up a thousand, 2,000 years ago or whatever, right? Well before the onset of antibiotics um, and when people's immune systems were not necessarily to the level that um, they could have been, um, leprosy ran kind of rampant especially if you had like a parasitic infection and it destroyed your immune system. And then you had this bacteria come in and literally your limbs start falling off. Okay. So, but now, now with the onset of antibiotics years ago, a, a quick round of antibiotics will clear up leprosy. It is a bacteria. And once you start taking those antibiotics, you are, you no longer transmit it. However, if your immune system has been completely eliminated by an mRNA vaccine, guess what? You may have leprosy or shingles 
or mononucleosis or any other virus or bacteria that actually goes dormant and is not eliminated. Those things that you get them, they never really go away. Your body learns how to suppress them, deal with them. That's what your immune system is for. Without an immune system, they all come back. Normally with a vengeance. Yeah. So um, are we in the end times? I don't know, because I'm pretty sure that plagues was one of the signs. And leprosy, leprosy was definitely one, was of, one them. of them. There's like 11 of them, but leprosy was definitely one of them. I mean, for fuck's sake. Anyway. Anyway. We so get out of here. We do got to get the fuck out I of I got to go check on my big ginger cock. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently I, you know what? I just figured out what I'm going to call the one you've got me. Frizzle? No, yeah, whatever. No, it's going to be sparkles. <laughs> You're going to name him sparkles? Yep. We also have a silky hen that's already laying. Okay. Well, we're going to, we're going to name mine sparkles. Okay. Sparkles. It'll be sparkles and sunshine. Sparkles and sunshine. We'll name the big well, cock sunshine. She's, she's no, he's Sergeant Buttercup. I don't give a fuck he what his name is. The name Sergeant I'm Buttercup. gonna give him the name fucking sunshine. Okay. Oh, sunshine. Yeah. Well, sparkles and sunshine. <laughs> sparkles, sunshine. Yes, yeah, Sparky has plagues on his Moda Bingo card. <laughs> Do you really? Yes. Where where on that card? Because you're probably right the first there. one, bro. Right there, you know. Anyway. Damn, Sparky's gonna win that bet. Fuck, we're all screwed. <laughs> you're still waiting on sodomy geese. Yeah, I am. <laughs> still waiting on the sodomy geese. Sodomy geese would be awesome right oh, now. Geez. It would add a lot more humor to our Instead, lives. Instead, we have a sodomy dog. I know, <laughs> and I'm the one getting penetrated. Nobody else is. It's a fucked me? up part. I, I mean, yeah, you're getting ass. you're getting penetrated, <laughs> and yeah, okay, fucking Annie gets penetrated, but Jesus, <sighs> wow, no, he didn't figure that one out. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Either way, we got to get the fuck out of here. We will uh, be back Sunday at one uh, forty-five for the pre-show, two p.m. for the show. Freedom Gardens is going to be late tomorrow because late. I have to bring the child to the doctor. I have to for his fucking school physical. It's the only time they get fit us on. So uh, we're going to start it at three o'clock. Instead of two o'clock. Okay. So, so it'd be an hour late tomorrow. Yes. Yes. So, Only time. Yes. Yep. Promise. Yep. Yep. Sometimes life gets in the way. Things happen. We've been late on this show before yeah, for okay. the same reason. Mm, so, try. you know, so we're anyway, three. either way. Okay. We will. She'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. With Heather. With Heather. For Freedom, for Freedom Gardens. Gardens. We'll be back Sunday, 145 for the pre-show, 2 p.m. for the show. And uh, we'll see you back then, fuckers. Have a great night. Till then for the make. And be Lynn. Have a great night. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace, bitches. Once you get to the gate, you
can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can't. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love. 